This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. What's up, boys? Welcome into the Bostonian versus the book. Dave's got me all fired up today. He's out there putting music with Nelly or whoever the hell that rap music was. Usher. Usher, whoever the hell that was. Good morning, good afternoon. How are you? Welcome to the show. Man, I'm fired up too. Like, but I just want you to know opening day was a week ago. It's just opening day in Boston. It's today. Opening day. It's more, there's no more teams in this thing than Boston teams. You know that, right? But I, we love oh, Boston. I'm, teams I'm just right doing here. it to piss off Mark. What the hell that guy's name is, right? <laughs> Can you guys stop talking about the Boston? Nope. Do you understand? I have my city on my goddamn arm. Do you understand? <laughs> this is my, that's my city on my arm. What do you think I'm talking? I'm not going to talk about my team. No. Are you really? I mean, yeah, yeah it's, no. it's the Bostonian versus the book. I'm talking about somebody else. The hell no. is wrong with you? My Come God. on, people. Stay I mean, off listen my to Twitter. the show. You're Stay obviously not listening to the show. What do you better shit to talk about? My God, goodness gracious! Let's. I go. don't know, man. We're fired up today. If it's good, it's it's good Friday. It's always a good day uh, here on the BVB. But you know, <laughs> between the lids, the teams, the games, we got news. We got we we got all kind of stuff. But yes, uh, opening day at Fenway. Does it does it feel a little different? Like like. Or is it just another opening day? Ever since my kid got born and I was in the dugout at Fenway Park on the morning that Madeline was born, opening day for me is a totally different world. What were you doing in the ballpark in the dugout the morning she was born? (laughs) Doing a live radio show from Fenway Park. (laughs) After or before? Right afterwards. So wait a second. The kid comes out. Here's the story, okay? So and you leave to go to Fenway? So here's the story, okay? Here's the deal. So I am out of work full-time. I don't have full-time employment at the moment. My station got bought out. I've been unemployed for four and a half months. Perfect start- time to have a baby. Perfect. Hell yeah. Started to work for a station in Portland, Maine, okay? Called mm-hmm. the Big Jab. So they were grooming me to take over when they had an opening. They wanted to have somebody in place. So when a morning, midday or afternoon show opened, I was going to wind up taking over the job. Perfect timing. So the afternoon show or no, sorry, the midday show, the midday show was coming out of Fenway park because they're the Portland red Portland main affiliate of the Red Sox. So their show was coming out of there. They asked me, said, Hey, we planned this for months. They're like, Hey, we're going to do a live show for two days at Fenway park in the middle of July. We want you to be a part, be the third guy in on that as we'll come out live from Fenway park. Okay. Okay. Fine. It's planned. It's planned. It's planned. It's planned. Madeline, Teresa winds up going to labor. 
Madeline is born. Teresa has a really nasty reaction to the drug, to the drugs. She, she turns pale white. She passes out. Okay? I was up with Madeline the whole night, me and her, just me and my new baby <laughs> for the entire night. In that this, room. In that room. It was a baby-friendly hospital, which means mm-hmm. no nursery. So they leave the kid with you. Mm-mm. So Teresa is like induced passed out, like literally can't oh, wake up. Done. Done. Like seriously out from like 1230 at night till nine the next morning. She was Mm -hmm. totally out. I'm up with Madeline. I think one to 8 a.m. is one hour. They they knock on the door. They come in. It's eight o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what time? What time is it? Like 8 a.m. Like 8 a.m. You sit down at all the whole time? No, I, uh, I probably had her in my arms. I just, I I was just like on adrenaline the entire time. Uh Oh my Uh gosh. This is my kid. This is my kid. This is my kid the whole entire time. So everyone comes in family's all there and i'm like okay game starts in an hour or actually two hours like we're in melrose mass which is about a 15 minute uber ride to to fenway (laughs) and i'm like is anybody going to object if i go to the game and they're like is it important i'm like kind of i don't have a job i need to go work (laughs) and they're like they're like okay So I was like, I got to go. I got to go work. And they're like, yeah. So when are we back? I'm like, well, I won't go to the game. I'll just do the show. I'll go do the show. Game starts at like 1.30. And then I'll come back and I'll be here at like 2.30. Is that cool? Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, how, go ahead. How long's the show? So it was uh, three hours. So you're gonna, are you even going to make 300 bucks? It was 10 to 1. Oh, I, didn't, I think I made, uh, I think it was 30 an hour. So yeah. I think I made 120 bucks, something like that, to, to do right. that. That so it cost you with the with the Uber ride back and forth and everything. Yep. It probably cost you break even, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. That's fantastic. It, but it was Fenway Park. Yep. So I just I just remember sitting in the dugout on literally no sleep, and uh-huh. I was like, a buddy of mine in the media comes over and was like, "Didn't you just have a baby last night?" I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." Like, what the hell are you doing here? I was like, "I'm just doing a show for the big jab, and then I'm going to go back to the hospital." But like, the whole family's there, so what do I need to be there? I spent the whole night with my kid. I'm good. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, this is Fenway Park, man. This is amazing. I'm in the dugout at Fenway Park. I'm doing a radio show from the press box. And my kid got born on July 30th, 2014. This is fun. And so, yeah. So now opening day for me, different world. Like I see Fenway Park and all I remember is being in that dugout going, I'm a father, I'm a father, I'm a father, I'm a father. (laughs) Holy shit, I'm a father. So I got to get a job. Oh, man, that was the absolute. And then what ended up happening in that station, they screwed me because somebody ended up leaving the next month in August before football season. Somebody left. And so remind me, remind me when you're done with this, we're going to tell Jordan what to do with his bet. Go ahead. Okay. So I ended up, I ended up having this conversation with the general manager. And I've never been this disrespectful in my entire life, but they brought me up there. I was driving from Malden, Mass to Portland, Maine three times a week. It's a two-hour drive each way to go up there and work. And they had told me, come here, do this. When there's a full-time shot, you're the guy. We're going to hire you. Yeah. Afternoon show leaves. I'm expecting, they call me in. I'm expecting to say, okay, we're giving you the job. And they're like, hey, we're going to promote the producer to host the show. And I look oh. at the I look at the guy across the way, and I'm like, I've been in this business for a long time. I go, I, I've worked for a lot of stations. I go, this is the most disrespectful I've ever had anyone treat me in my entire life. You should be ashamed of yourself. 
Ooh. They're like, they're like, well, we want you to stay and we'll keep on bringing you on. But you've only been here for a couple of months. So we feel like giving you this afternoon drive show. We're not really comfortable doing that. I go, you hired me on the principle that I have been hosting in bigger markets than Portland, Oregon, Portland, Maine Portland, in my Maine. life. Mm-hmm. Uh, afternoon drive in bigger markets than this. Yes. You brought me in with the expectation that you're going to give me the job. When a job opens up, a job opens up. And now you're telling me you're giving it to the producer. Same I right. quit. Put my stuff down, walked out. <laughs> I was so mad. I've never quit like in front. I never quit a job in front of somebody like that in my entire career. Straight up guy lied to me. I am never working for you again. You're a clown. Here's my key card. I'm out. Goodbye. And I quit. How, how'd that feel? I was shaking and I was shaking at the pro. It, it, I was, I was walking out. I was like, what am I going to do now? But it was the best thing I ever did because if I had gotten this that was job, how long after you had the baby? One month, one month after, if I had gotten that job, I'm not sitting here today. No chance. I'm not sitting here today because I took a job, the hardest, one of the hardest jobs I've ever had. My friends, uh, my stepdad's best friend, Michael Chiklis, how I got to the world series in 2007. He owned a company at the time in Lowell, Mass, cold calling truck driving companies Yeah, to sell them tracking devices yeah for their trucks yes so i took a full-time job doing that while i sent out resumes looking around okay getting hung up on calling calling jimmy bob and joe bob and people in all over the country truck drive drivers going why the fuck are you calling me on a tuesday i'm working bang hanging up on me like crazy (laughs) and i got the job in houston three months later and we were on our way moving and we moved to Houston, but that was as like, holy crap, what the hell life right there. Gun your head. Three months cold call? Uh, full time. Yeah. Doing it for doing it for three and a half months of, of yeah. doing that. It was, it was really not. I did that shit for a year. It's tough. Hard, 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 hard. Not fun. Especially in the cell phone era where people, people are like, they have their phones routed to their cell phone. So like they're thinking it's a business call and someone needs, needs a tow truck, needs a tow, and you're calling them to sell them tracking devices to basically be big brother on their employees. Not good. <laughs> not, not good. <laughs> not good at all. <laughs> all right. So there we go. Happy opening day. Red Sox, I got a bet for you here in just one second that we'll get to in, in a second that you can place. Well, you can't place it now, but I'll, I'll get a better book at play for you guys here in just one second. So, but Jordan's bet, what to do with the clip, what to do with the Clippers, right? Yeah, well, he Jordan said he got the Cavs to to make the playoffs bet. Oh, okay. So all he has to do is bet the Hawks yeah. today, money line, because I think the, to make the playoffs bet is to get in the eight. It's not doesn't ca- you have to, Jordan. You got to check. You got to check whether it's the play in counts or the playoffs. Probably the playoffs, of, right? So guess. to make the playoffs, they have to win today. So to hedge it, you bet the Hawks on the money line. And then you, you know, so if the Hawks win, you win that bet, you lose the, the, the make the playoffs bet. And if they make the playoffs, they win today, you win that bet and you lose the hedge bet. So figure out what you want to win, guarantee some profit and enjoy the basketball game from there. Right. And have no, have no stress. No sweat. No sit sweat. There, sit there and watch it. Um, okay. A couple of quick questions. Yes, sir. Paul George. I thought, Dave, I honest to God thought. Damn. And we were done with this. We ain't done. I 
almost stopped betting quarter units or half units rather for this reason. I, I, I was really close, very close to say, look, going back to full units, COVID's done. I feel comfortable with guys getting yanked out. We're not going to have these big problems, blah, blah, blah. Biggest game of the year for the Clippers. Must win game tonight. Have to win this game or their season's over. And Paul George is out. Line goes from minus four, which by the way, I bet Clippers minus four now flipping to the New Orleans Pelicans minus one and a half. The hell do we do with this game now? I mean, this is an overreaction. Pelicans can't be favored on a road. I know you told me they're three and one. They beat them every time without Paul George. Reno without Paul George. New Orleans is against the Pelicans, against yeah. the Clippers. Um, and they're they're not small losses. They're I mean, 18 points, 21 points. Oh, yeah. They beat them up without Paul George. Yeah. Um, what do we do with this game? I punted on it. I, I, I mean, I yeah, myself, I don't know. Like, I have a little pride. I have a middle situation where I could get screwed pretty bad because I just laid the one. I, I was like, I'm laying Pell's one minus one. So I'm on minus one and minus four. So if the Clippers win by three, I lose both bets, two, one, two, or three. But I don't Why think. Why don't you just do money line? So you have no one issue on the other side. It's the same problem. If Clippers win, I, if Clippers win, I lose. So, I mean, I could push on the one, but I still lose the minus four. So it's it's not ideal. I mean, there's an alternative line. Just just take four with the Pelicans. No, get off the bet. Oh yeah, yeah. But you have to go ahead and yes, yeah. I have to get off the bet. But you're putting yourself at like if the Clippers win and don't cover. Yeah, I guess I could do that. If okay. the Clippers win and don't cover, you lose both. That that's what's right. known in the business. It's nothing it personal to the Polish people, but they call that a Polish middle. I did. I, I middle. I have a middle opportunity. I have a. I have potentially could middle myself absolutely on this point. I think New Orleans wins the game outright. Now, I think Clippers are dead. You better hope the Clippers don't win by two or three. Right. Well, if they win, they win. If they win, they cover. I think that was my bet initially. It's my bet still on that. They win, they cover. But I think the Pelicans win the game outright. Because of George, or you thought that before you bet the no, you bet the Paul Clippers. George. Paul George being on the court is the most important player on the floor in the postseason. I always look to see who has the best player on the floor, and playoff PG is a thing, right? Elimination PG is a thing. What that if he plays? Off. He can't play. He's out. He's ruled out. He has COVID. He's out. He's can't out. Play. He's out. Hundred percent gone. Not playing. Not questionable. No, he's out. Not playing tonight. In safety protocols, health and safety for the NBA. Most important game of the year, biggest game of the year, and Paul George has COVID. I guess they want the Pelicans in the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That seems, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you get it. You get it when you get it. It don't, you you can't pick when you get it. I guess everybody's going to get it. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? My mom has said that since uh, July of 2020. And it freaked the hell out of me when she said it. She said, Matt, just buckle up. Everyone's going to get this. I was like, what do you mean everyone's going to get this? She's like, everyone's going to get this. She's a nurse in a hospital in Boston. She's like, we've been told that like, it's just a matter of time for everyone. <laughs> like, what are right. you, like, How the hell is that? But she's like, yeah, that's what this thing is. I was like, oh, how long? She said, two years. It's like two years. Here we are in 2022. Dealing with it two years later. I don't know where this line closes, but if you're betting the Clippers today, I'm impressed. It's an overreaction. I'm not debating it, but 
I mean, Paul George, I think, is worth five points. I would agree with it. That's crazy to me. He's the best player on the court. At How many games they play without him during the season? Uh, well, he came back. Remember, he, he he was in the beginning, and then he got hurt, and then he came back. But they missed, he missed a big chunk of the season. That's what I mean. I don't know if it's that big of a drop-off. They played a lot of games without him. It's not like he well, played 68 games, and they did this, and then, you know, well, I mean, missed. But we know what the Pelicans look like against the Clippers without him, though. Right. You know, straight up. <laughs> and again, they beat him badly. But Norman Powell props. I've seen people, like, say, jump on the Norman Powell props now. It's mm. why they brought him in. Mm-hmm. Because he'll have a much bigger role offensively with mm-hmm. Paul George, so yep. you know maybe that's a way of playing it. If you want to get involved with that and jump on him over points for him, uh, but no Kawhi, no Paul George. I don't Kawhi no- still on the Clippers? I forgot. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like, I guess. I mean, I ain't seen him all year. Right. Throwing me curveballs. Like, what are you? Don't, don't make my brain not work today. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's on, he's on the. He's on the. He's on the he's Clippers. On the Clippers. <laughs> yes. He's on the Clippers. <laughs> and so, no Kawhi. Kawhi was doing the workout like Zion was. You know, yesterday those videos are going viral of him. He looked good. But I mean, they're not going to push it because of how serious an injury it is. Just like Zion. So, what do you think about doing almost like a roll call every morning when we do the show? We're going to have to shout out the chat. Like, have you seen the way they introduce or the way the coaches in the NHL announce the lineups in the locker room before the game? Uh-huh. Tonight we got you know Sidney <laughs> Crosby on the center. We got you know Getzel on the left wing. We got so and so on the right wing. One guy on the blue line, the other guy on the blue line, and you know. Uh, Jari and Net, let's go. I, I do that at the softball games. I hype the kids up. I go first base. We got this. We got that. So because it hypes them up. Sure. So if we welcome the chat every morning with you know, hey, we got SoCal, we got Jordan, we got Jay Dow Betts, we got all these people. You know, because Mikey Awesome gets here late because he's working. He said he's on the job. We got a lot of people in the chat now, man. This is sure. great. And they all say hello to each other. It's awesome. It's amazing. It's a whole community. Love fly over at Fenway, gigantic American flag on the monster. You're gonna make me turn this on right now. Oh, dude, it's special. It's just, it's just, it's special. It's baseball. It's beautiful in Boston today. Beautiful. Here is my don't bet parlay parlay on a Friday. Oh boy. I'm gonna run this at you. Oh boy. Red Sox first five money line. Hold on, Red Sox. I gotta pull up the baseball page. I got minus one oh five last night. It's now minus one twenty-five. It moved pretty significantly. Pavetta, Ryan, you got yep. first five. My excuse me, minus what? Money line. Money line. Yankees, first five, minus one against the Orioles. Laying a run in the first five? Uh-huh. Boy, you're feeling frisky today. Okay. A's raise over five. A's first five. A's are playing the Jays. I'm oh, sorry, Jays. Sorry, I, I wrote the wrong. It's Jays. Excuse me. Sorry, Matt. It's Jays, not Rays. That's me. I wrote the wrong thing down. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. It's no Jays. voiding the tickets at the window, sir. <laughs> it's Jays, not Rays. I wrote the wrong A's, R. Rays, Jays. What the hell? Too many. It's getting again the Fonzie parlay. I was going to do the A's, Rays, and Jays. I was looking. I was looking at the Fonzie bonds. I, I, I was going to look at it, but it, <laughs> the A's and the Jays are playing each other, so you can't do that. So, so you got first. Would you say first five over in that game? Five. Yeah, first five over five. Ooh. Yankees even money. Yankees was even money last night. Minus one even money. DraftKings had that even money. So that's how we got to that's how we got to 
The 600 plus 600. Can we lay a half, Matthew? Why did you lay one? Because at FanDuel, it's minus 135 and it doesn't get there. Minus a half. Minus a half doesn't get there. I need to. I need a three-leg plus 600 parlay. So it doesn't get there with oh, laying a half. because of the I, price. I, yes. I gotta, I've got to lay the full run to get the even money. But now money. you got to win that first five by two. Correct. Or push. Well, then it's it ain't going to pay six to one anyway. Right, of course, gonna... but fine. But it's it's the potential. I need the potential for it to pay. I don't need to pay. I need the potential for it to pay to qualify. I'm trying to win, not worrying about what it pays. I used to tell these people, like, the win, don't worry about I, what it it's pays. My game, it. It's my weekly game. For two years, I've been doing this every Friday. This is my right. game. I get That's to make the rules on this game. This That's is my funny. rules. My All rules right. are going into it, It's five, uh, and I have two push potentials, Red Sox money line push potential, Yankees minus one push potential. Get off the half a run. I'd rather have that than have the half a run and, and lose. But now you have half a run. If you don't have yes, half a run, you can win by one and not minus, win. Correct, but it's minus, it's minus 135 or even money. I took the even money to get to 600, like I just said. All right, but if you, lay the half, if you lay the half of run, you get it plus 550 instead of six to one, which isn't now I either. do. Not last night, I would not have. Oh, not last okay. night. Numbers have moved around to kind of because the A's and the, and the J's went from five and a half down to five. That dropped. Mm. The move, okay. the move, the move was to the under on that. But I have a, I like that at five because I have a push potential there too. Would you believe we got this guy, Steve Mack, who found us not very recently? He's walking around a construction site listening to us on the headphones. It's unbelievable. Stevie Mack. I mean, please, man, pay attention to what you're doing. Yeah, Can't right. have you getting hit with nothing. Make sure the people are doing the job, but listen to the show. Thank you, sir. Um, I think I'm going to book this, man. You it ain't so personal. Obviously. <laughs> it's, it's a three-leg parlay. Of course you're going to book it. Why wouldn't True. you book it? It True. hits. I hit so two close last week to this. I know. Came so close last. I always. Week. I mean, I say this though. I can't tell you the number of times two of these three hit. Oh, it's I on am, the regular. I'm the king at two or three. So if you're just, I always tell the audience like, bet these just straight up because more often than not, I'm going to go two and three. Ron and Robin. Ron Robin by twos and threes. You can do that too because yep. you hit the two. And you you get your money back depending on the ones you hit. If you have anything better than minus one ten, you actually make money. Mm. So it's you know you get A B A C and B C, and then you get A B C. So it's four bets. Right. So if you do a ten dollar parlay on a on a three teamer, yeah, do them for two dollars and fifty cents each. Okay. And you still spend the same amount. If do all take, three hit, do books take two fifty two two fifty on a round robin. Minimum bet on on some books is a dollar. Oh wow, okay. That's the bet. That's one of the benefits of mobile that nobody talks about. You can make the minimum bet whatever you want. Oh, you can do fifty cent at round robins at the kiosks. Huh? Fifty cents away. Wow. I believe me, I seen it done. Jesus. Eight teams, they do by threes, fours, and fives. They take 15 minutes at the kiosk. Everybody oh, behind them is doing a, what are you doing? What are you doing? 50 cents. 50 cents away. Spend six bucks. Damn. They got action all day, though. Yeah, they do. But damn yeah. it. Boy. Yeah, it's really funny. This game for Fenway, I mean, it was scheduled for a 2.10 Eastern time start. They haven't started it yet. Because of all the, because of all the ceremonies, it's twenty seven past the past the hour, and the game hasn't started yet. I love it. Uh, well, I got the scheduled time for eleven ten. 
Right. Our time, 11, 10, 2, 10 Eastern. It's now 27 past the hour and the game has started yet. 11, 10, Matthew. It's 10, 27 right now. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. I'm doing my math wrong. Boy, it's you're 20. having a day right I'm now. Having a day. It, it's, I'm doing four hours, three hours. I don't know what day it is, what time it is. Don't listen to me. So yes, yeah, so that's why. So so it's still going on then. Okay, so they have another hour. Oh, you so you another. Make, wait, so you can make this bet? Yes, you, could, you can make this bet. I didn't think yes. you make this bet. Oh no, now you can. Okay, now for real. So round now I round robin this. Absolutely do a round robin. I thought this was already going on. You do. I it. thought I was dead. I oh. made this bet last night. This has already been made. This is this has been bet last night for me. So like I thought it was already going on. <laughs> the game don't start for another forty minutes. Uh, there we go. So Red Sox are seven and one straight up when Vivetta starts at home in the first game of a series. Now there's a stat. So Cal Gen. damn. So Cal Degen is research central. That's a stat right there. Seven and one straight up. Veta starting at home in the first game of a series. Yep. Yeah. Jadal Bet says that math doesn't mean anything on opening day. I agree. I'm just too I'm, I'm just too happy that my team is playing on opening day. That's that's absolutely the truth. And if you've not seen the Red Sox video they put out of Fenway this morning, oh my, it's a drone shot that goes through the entire ballpark. Those are amazing. And this one is so cool because you haven't seen the back, what Fenway looks like on the inside. It's so wild how small it is, like the hallways and the press box. I can't believe it. We did the tour last year. It's so small. And I was like, I felt like I went back in time. Yes. It's unbelievable. Literally felt like I went through a time capsule. It's so, you know, they walked us through the catacombs and they walked us through up top. And then, you know, we go in a press box and, I was in a press box at Dodger Stadium. I mean, it's big. It's it's it, yep. it's it's not modern by any means. Dodger Stadium but is it's old big. too. It's stretched out. Everything's so small and tight. Well, you get it, to know your neighbor really well if you're in the press box all year long. Oh, you become summer summertime friends. You are you are like elbow to elbow, like you are tight. Man, but even walking in between, like from we walked from the first base side and then we went up. And then we walked over behind and through the press box. And then we walked out towards left field to take us out to the monster. Right. It's tight. It's tight. When there's a, everybody's in there, everything's tight. And then those seats suck. I mean, like, oh, let's just be honest. They're the worst. The, there's no the, debating it. They're the worst. Yeah. I mean, there's no modernization of nope. the seats, nope. of the aisles. I mean, we went to the game with Dawson. Me and the kids, every time somebody got out of the aisle, everybody had to get out of the aisle. Correct. Because you couldn't get, you couldn't, there was no standing up and letting anybody no. buy. It was too tight. Oh, no. You, it's, it's the most uncomfortable. That's why when I worked before I ended up going to, I worked for the station in Portland, I was the GM of ESPN New Hampshire, where the owner of the station had EM, EMC squared uh, seats. And so he would come in randomly on like a Tuesday afternoon and be like, Hey, I'm not going to the game. You want my seats? Now these seats are, if you go to this Fenway park is insane. They are behind home plate. Yeah. It's, it's the drop down. So you're really close. Yeah. He had, he has the front, he had the front two seats right behind home plate. Yeah. You have your own waitress waiter. Yeah. You have your own two screens, not yeah. one. You have two, you have a stat screen and you have a replay yep. of the game screen going yep. on heat and AC coming down on top of you and you are spread out. You're under the cover. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're under the cover. You're covered. You're shaded. 
Damn, bro. It's uh, wow. and and then and then you have access to the five star restaurant, which is up in the back. In the, oh my goodness! So Come you go on. there, eat. You go and eat dinner. Like it, you can't go. Like it spoiled me to the point where going to Fenway Park is tough because it is the ultimate way of watching a game. Each ticket is, uh, I think it's three fifty a game for each yeah. seat, yeah. and. It's plus you got to buy the PSL on it. So it's a stupid amount of money that it costs, but it is an unbelievable way of watching a baseball game. Mm-hmm. Unreal. And I took my, I took taking a bunch of my family members there. And like, once you go, it, it <laughs> it's like the whole, it's like that Steve Harvey line of like fly first class because you'll never want to fly coach again. And it gets you in that first class mindset. It's the same thing when you get in there, watch a game like that. It's perfect sight lines, all the amenities. They bring you the dog fully, like hot dog with anything else. You tell them what you want on it, and they bring it to you fully on it. It's unbelievable. So that's fun. can't start them out like that. That's the way I unfortunately I started out the kids when I when I go to a game, like I usually try to go like that if I can. Right. And I keep telling them this ain't normal. You know, <laughs> the first time we went to Fenway, JD got the tickets and he goes, I ain't telling you where they're at. Oh. And I said, Oh, all right. You like that story. I said, Yeah. And so, you know, we show up, he shows up downtown and we have lunch, me and him, the kids take a nap. We wake up, we walk to the game, go in and go down. When you go in to a stadium and you go down, you know, it's good. And I'm looking at the kids and they're like, where are we sitting? I'm like, Hey, he got the tickets. I don't know. Sat in the fourth row right by the on deck circle. Awesome. Definitely. Before they put the, the, the screen up, right? <laughs> Yeah, so you guys had the, those are primo seats. Those are so fun. We those can hear so, them talking yeah, to each other. I was going to say that you can talk to the players. You right, can we're yell and they hear to, you. We're closer to the home plate than the pitcher is. Yeah, you're and really I'm tight. like, it's awesome. I'm looking around. And I'm going. You're on TV the whole time. The whole time. I said to the girls, I said, "We ain't sitting here tomorrow." Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I said I can't get these yeah. seats tomorrow. There's now, no way I can get. These have seats they been tomorrow. on the monster seats yet? Well, we took the ballpark tour the next no, day. No, I mean, to, to watch a game there, though. Have they seen a game from up there yet? No, we went up so there. That's and- the next time. Take them, get get the monster seats next time and watch a game up there because it is unlike anything in baseball to be up yeah. there. It's so crazy because the ball comes at you and you have to determine whether you want to reach over or not. Is the ball going to be in play? And then it dies and it comes down and you watch it hit the thing you're sitting on and then you watch the left fielder turn around and field it and throw it in. It is, it's super neat. It really is cool to be up there. Well, when we go, we usually try to go for BP. Oh, there's a time. Hell yeah. Bring your gloves, bring your hard hat, forget the glove. It's insane. It's (laughs) so much fun. Yeah. I mean, but like you got to be on guard the whole time. It ain't playing. We ain't here to just hang out. We're here to, you better be on alert. Yeah, You're going to get doinked if you're not. Oh, And it's going to hurt hard. It's going to be a hard hit ball from 320 feet away from you. It's going to hurt. <laughs> it's going to be a line drive or a yes, high sir. fly. It's always fun when you, because you sit on the monster seats too. In the, even at BP, you can see the balls fly over onto Lansdowne Street. Yeah. And it hit the cars. Oh. And like just smack windshields and smack oh. car alarms go off. It's it's awesome. It's, it's, it's really fun to go. All right. So our boy Frankie tweeted at you today. I thought it might be fun to kind of put this up because he's blaming you. Blame you too. You were in there. He said blaming Dave and Matt. Blaming you for the fact that you can't bet on the NFL draft right now at any book except stations. 
do the books hate the draft in Vegas? Is this books hate state? the draft. <laughs> hate <laughs> the draft. I mean, it's here. Like they're going to hate it more because they're going to phones going to be ringing non-stop on Thursday morning. <laughs> Are you guys putting it up? Are you guys putting it up? Because now the supervisor got to ask the question. Oh. Or is going to be asked a question at every location. He's going to be like, or she's going to be like, sorry, we don't have it. Well, can you call somebody? Who can I talk to? I want to bet it. And just for cosmetic purposes, they're going to pick up the phone and call the risk room like they would for an approval or for something else and say, hey, you guys putting up the draft? No. Why? It's a gaming thing? Oh, okay. Boom. Sorry. The risk guy said it's a gaming thing. Like they're going to have to do it a hundred times. So, yes, they hate putting it up. Yes, they hate booking it. And now the draft is right here, 15 minutes down the street from most of the places that they're taking the bets that they can't take the bets. My God, it's going to be brutal. <laughs> I don't know when the draft props are going to come up. I'm going to send Frankie a text after the show and say, what do you want? Like, what are you looking to bet? Because I'm sure he got good information, right? Um, you know, that he probably wants to bet. But Hutchinson I mean, over one and a half is the bet I'm seeing the most. People saying there's insane value on it. On what? The kid out of Michigan, defensive lineman, to go over one and a half spots. That Aiden? Aiden Hutchinson, yeah. To have him fall to three or three or higher. It's plus 250 at some books right now. On the over? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to go one. Or, everyone thinks he goes one or two. But I've seen, I've seen enough people that I respect to say, I don't know why everybody thinks this guy's going one, two, or, one, two, or three. He's got a, he is, he has the highest floor, not the highest ceiling. And generally so be speaking, the lowest floor, wouldn't it? No, no. He's a, he, he's a guaranteed player, right? Like he's going to be a starter for 10 years in the league, but he's not going to be a disruptor, a destroyer. He's not going to ruin the offenses. He's not a Khalil Mack type of type of player. Some people say you draft at one, two, three, four, five, you draft that type of player. You don't draft a guy who you know is great, but not going to be disruptive in that way, even with Detroit drafting two and a Michigan kid. He's not going one, that's for sure. He might go two to Detroit, but Detroit might trade out and then he's falling. And then so there you go. Who got the one pick? Um, who do you call Can't it? Can't even remember. Jacksonville, right? Yeah, they ain't taking him. No, Jacksonville's not. Jacksonville's taking the kid out of Georgia. The defensive lineman kid who has a psychotic stats. The guy that's a house. Yeah, the guy from the combine who was like 300 pounds and ran like a 4440. The guy is a house. Yeah. So it's going to go, most likely it's going to go defense, 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 top three picks is what everyone's assuming. But Hutchinson to fall out of the top two at plus 250 is a bet I've seen a lot of people that go like jump on it the second the books put it up jump on it because it's not going to be there come draft day huh the scuttlebutt get two to one on it I love that stuff anytime we could do that so it's a a decent because the Lions are probably going to look to shop the pick is what people think and the Lions oh at two the Lions would probably move down so if the Lions don't take him because the Lions are going to say look we could probably get this kid at three four five we don't have to take him at two we can drop down. Someone comes up to go get the guy that they want. We drop down. We take him at four, five, six. So then they got to lie about who they're taking so they get interested in the pick. So then they can, you know, because if right. they say they're taking him at two, right. nobody's going to trade with him. Right. Because they don't want him. So they right. got to say they're taking a quarterback or they're taking somebody. That's why all this Some Malik Mr. Willis yeah. talk and all this right. other crap. 
So people like Pickett get... to go. Pickett to be the first QB taken too. I've seen that bet be talked about a lot. Like good steam or bad steam? Good steam. Like take him, take him because he's plus money. That it's it's more of a coin flip than people think with him with Malik and Kenny. That all you need is one team to like Pickett more, and it's going to be in the 15s range, 15, 16, 17 range. So it's not like there's this huge difference and teams aren't necessarily going to trade up to go get either one Willis nope. or Pickett. So the team needs a backup quarterback or a future franchise quarterback, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20, you may take Kenny Pickett over, over Willis. Carolina's taking Willis and the Steelers are taking Pickett. Where does Carolina pick? Six or eight or something. So you think a QB goes in the top 10? Oh, boy. I mean, don't Carolina got to take a quarterback? Nope. Really? Don't have to. No. They got bigger problems. They got problems everywhere. <laughs> they got Sam Darnold. I mean, they've got a quarterback technically for next year. So they, Wait you a second. To- Let's replay that sentence. Fair. If we had a rewind button, we'd hit it right now and have him say that again. They have a quarterback. They have Sam Darnold. Or did you yeah. say it? They have Sam Darnold. They have a quarterback. Both. They're paying him $20 million. He's their starting quarterback next year. Like they've got a quarterback. They have someone to play the position next year. Well, they have a guy physically able to play the position. Right. So you don't have to draft. You don't have to draft a quarterback right now. You're going to suck for the next three years anyway. So why not suck with Sam Darnold? You you went and traded for him and you paid. (laughs) You picked up the option. Live with your decision. Why burn more draft capital? This quarterback draft is not good. This is not a deep quarterback draft by any means. Man, better players coming next year. I just would, if I'm Carolina, I'm not dropping a quarterback or I'm trading, <laughs> or I'm trading way back. I'm, I'm, I'm getting the hell out and dropping down. Wow, big time. Okay. Frankie is writing to us as we speak here. What's he uh, saying? Let's see. Frankie is saying Frankie's in the chat or in, a, no, in a, on Twitter, on Twitter. He said he's, he's angry at one of the books here in town saying that they're not Frankie's, giving him. Frankie's always angry. $500 limits that they're offering is not, Oh, it's not terrible. It beats the offering for the markets for three days. Posting on Monday to take down the bets on Wednesday is the definition of soft. <laughs> Being afraid of draft markets and understandable. Blah, 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 blah. So, uh, interesting. Okay, so we'll see. I mean, I don't know. There's a whole, whole argument going on right now on that thread. Books are jumping in. <laughs> Books are arguing with Frankie. About, about it so really he got the books he got some of the books attention on their official accounts to go ahead and start having these conversations so uh good job out of frankie all right so have you ever seen in the nba find somebody for excessive swearing because that's what patrick beverly got hit with and then the dude goes to twitter 30k fine and he puts up his venmo <laughs> i mean what are you doing patrick beverly are you serious? One, I think it's ridiculous the league is firing, finding him for excessive swearing, which is you probably could find me for the same thing. And then Patrick Beverly puts up this QR code to get into his Venmo so you can go ahead and help him pay the NBA. A guy who's making millions to play basketball is asking for a 30K help from fans. I love it. You love this? Man, Patrick Beverly is something I, else. I it's love fantastic. Patrick Beverly. He's something else. It's fantastic. I don't ask, I don't think I'm asking for the money. Hopefully he gets all the money and then he gives it to charity. He better. He yeah, better. He, he, he better not pocket this 
No. Uh-uh. This thing's been up for 16 hours and fans are, are legitimately sending him money. He's getting money in his Venmo. I'd love to see how much he's already acquired. My guess is he's going to blow past the 30K. See, I mean, I love it. I, I, but he's got to give the money away. I mean, he's going to give the money away. He ain't giving the money to the NBA. There ain't no question no, about that. I hope there, not. He ain't Don't using pay. the money to pay the fine. That's a PR Thank nightmare. God. Timber, Timberwolves are probably coming in going like, yo, 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 you're, you're donating this to like the children's hospital of, of like Minneapolis, right? Like you're not taking this money, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. I Definitely. Hope. I hope he gives it. I hope he gives half to something in LA. Like, you know, cause he's still. Oh, that'd be interesting. Know, right. Be nice. Like split yeah. it up. Say, yeah, I don't forget where I came from. You know, it was, that's why I was so excited to beat him. So we'll give some there and we'll give some over here. But fine for <laughs> excessive swearing. Thank God we ain't got that people watching us. I'd be fined every day. I can't help it. It's part of $30,000 for excessive swearing. How do you come up with that? Can you imagine being in the offices going, hey, we got to find this guy. He swore too much. It's a grown-ass man. What are you talking about? Listen, we got to Because they something. were mad he was running around and yelling at the media and yelling at the fans in the front row. That's what they find him for. Because he was yelling at, like, his kids were in earshot. I mean, on some level, there is a little bit of a thing where you could go, yeah, that was probably inappropriate, but I don't know why. You, but finding him 30000 for a guy making millions is, like, not even a slap on the wrist. It's a joke. Man, Mikey Awesome fun. popped into the chat. Roger Long. We're doing roll call today. It's roll call Friday. <laughs> For everybody that comes that, into that the chat and be, I see it, we're doing roll call Friday, decent, baby. That might be a decent new thing. I, yeah. I, I could I could subscribe to that for the summer. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to do Fridays that. are football Fridays, and, and we'll get into that during football season. But for the summertime, I can roll call Friday works. I like that. Yeah, we're going to have to do something. Right. Um, how do you... <laughs> Excessive swearing, Matthew. I mean, like, I'm serious. I'm not. I'm not good with that. Like, say no. we find you for your reaction, your post game reaction. Like, don't get specific. If you're the league, you don't have to say it. No, you, you do. Keep it in the office, right? You have to tell them it's conduct, or I guess con, call it conduct unbecoming or something. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's ridiculous. But we'll watch this. I will watch this, Patrick Beverly. Like, you better not be pocketing this money you still think they're going to get killed game one yes <laughs> yes they're going to get worked game one memphis minus seven game one yes mm. bet it bet it bet it all right let's go to the hawks steam on the other side for tonight's game hawks now minus two i'll hold this off on my opinion on this for better to book it but how do you feel about tonight with the hawks now action coming in on the home Cleveland Cavaliers. So um, if you remember that bet where we could predict all four playoff teams. Who gets in, right? Who gets in, right? We got the three. Uh, or no, we need the Clippers. I'm yeah. sorry. We got two still. Now we need the Clippers to win. Oh, boy. And we need the Hawks to win. Essentially two pick em games. Um. I don't know. Nothing changed between today and yesterday for me to not like the Hawks. I still like the Hawks. I I, I like them before. I like them now. Can they lose? Absolutely. It's a two point yeah. spread, but I'm okay with it. I'm if I'm the book, if we're the book, I'm sitting here and we need the Hawks. Are you good with that position or we need to switch it to pick and take a bet? I'm a hundred percent comfortable leaning Atlanta tonight. Got the best okay. player on the court. 
no John Collins. So that was sort of the reaction when he was ruled out. That's where people kind of jumped in and said, oh, Cleveland at home. Cleveland's been good. Atlanta has sucked ATS on the road this year. Uh, home teams have won every game and covered every game except one. So I think it's just following the trend and betting the streak to come in on Cleveland. Mm. That's why That's why I think they're doing that, which I'm fine with because I'm, I, w- I would have laid three. I got to lay two. So I appreciate that. I got a point of value. I got a point lower. It's one possession game. Hawks win by three. Hawks cover. It's going right. to be a sweat. I'm not going to debate that, but it's going to be, I think the Hawks do, do win the game. All right. We'll skip over the Clippers game because we already talked about it at the top. So yep. we, can go to, we can go to the weekend. Let's talk here. Utah minus four and a half on the road against the Dallas Mavericks in game one. Damn. Four and a half. Four and a half, Dave. What the hell's going on with this game? It's going up. No, Luca, he's out. It's still Dallas at home. I agree. I this is this number is ballooning, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really get it either. With the way the Utah played down the stretch, Dallas at home, game one. You know they're going to want to play hard. They know Luca's not playing. They're going to elevate their game. Man, oh man. Great defensive team. We got more people popping in the chat right now. Doctors A B. Timmy Hazinga's walking around his office with Bluetooth headphones on, listening to us. His co-workers think he's taking phone calls. He's listening to us. Timmy, don't get fired, but thank you for listening to the show, Timmy. My God, I'm fired up today. This is great. I can I watch his chat more often. It's I, scary. That's why I watch it. That's why I'm the one responsible to watch I it. I know. This is this is my domain. I can multitask. You get distracted. Stay on the I, show. I, I just another guy pops in and says hello. Hey, you doing? How you doing? Um, <laughs> I, I don't agree with this move, P. Ralt. I I I I said this before. I still believe it, and now. If the Mavericks know that he ain't playing, which they've known now and accepted, Luca ain't going to play game one, we're good. Like, we got this. Give me four and a half points at home. I I can't believe – I don't know – what's the peak? You think the peak's five? It is five right now. It's five five everywhere. Yeah, five and a half will be the peak. People were just coming in and saying, no, Luca, go ahead and bet on, you know, bet on the favorites. Right now, favorites are winning and covering. So if people are just going to trail it, I, no, I don't agree with this. I don't trust Utah. I haven't trusted Utah all year. I I, I haven't trust, trusted Utah. Bad so. guys are waiting until tomorrow morning. I think five might be the peak. I think they're going to come in tomorrow and play the Mavericks. Okay. I would. I, I mean, if they go to five and a half for sure, it ain't going to six. No, 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 no. But I, I'll be on the Mavericks. I mean, I like I like the Mavs catching five points at home in, in game one of a totals, series. Totals down to 209 and a half in that game. Yeah, hold that. Hold that thought. Okay. Yeah, we'll have more on that. We'll have more on that coming All very, very right. soon. Coming soon. By the way, Stevie Mac just sent me a picture of his construction site. <laughs> My man! He goes, just a few guys installing brand new gas lines. Traffic control has my back. <laughs> Phenomenal. Love it. That is so good. That is so good. Oh did, my. did he tweet it? No, he DM'd me it. He DM? showed me a picture of it. So oh, I love it. it. There you go. So that's I love it. That's awesome. 
we, you mentioned it. Grizzlies, Minnesota. Grizzlies minus seven. I haven't bet this yet because I'm going to wait and see where the number is because this is on your warning line. This is on your fault line of when to bet the dog. Yep. So I'm hoping I get a little six, six and a half, six action here out of this before I get in here with the Grizzlies. But I will be on the Grizzlies here against Minnesota in game one. I am fading them, like I said I would, after that reaction of beating the Clippers. It's painted six and a half right now. See? Love it. Okay. Give me six then. Let's go down. Grizzlies minus six. Give me five and a half. Give me, give me all the, give me all the CLV trash can closing value. Drop that baby down. And here we go. Memphis. All uh, in. Did you see Ben Carey drop a, a little note to, to me with uh tag the show too about the, the closing line value. That's, that's fantastic. The CLV society is a real thing. It is. Um, yeah, he had the he had the Reds plus four and a half last night in the baseball game against the Dodgers in game. <laughs> Jesus, it was three three in the eighth. Brutal. He had plus four and a half when they scored a couple runs, and they still didn't cover that. Oh, it's so bad! It's so bad, man. That's yep. That that's an absolute trash can tweet right now. Uh, at the CLV Society trash can tweet. That sucks. Just, this is two thirty five for the total. It's insane, Matt. It's that's a little high, no? A little, yeah, yeah. That's high. Game one of a playoff game. That's high. It, yeah, it is. But it's the Grizzlies, exactly. So, if you're thinking blowout, though, under. are you thinking over or under? Under. But blowout scare the shit out of me. It's just like what happened in the last time I bet the under in a blowout. It's like all of a sudden one team's got one thirty-five, <laughs> and you're like, oh shoot, what am I doing here? <laughs> You got 104, 105, like stop scoring. Like this is, this is not right. And then I get a lucky break with with LaMelo ball getting blocked with one second left. And the referees are like, I had the under, I'm not calling a foul. So (laughs) that's what happened. That's what happened. Ref was like, oh, fuck that. I got the under. I'm not, I'm not calling that. I'm going to the locker room. I I got the W. It's the same number, 235. Yeah, right? I bet 236, but it was 235 and a half or 235 were the numbers that people bet. If right. you got it, and it got it on the morning of or, or day of, that's what you bet. And so, yeah, absolutely. All of us were like, no, you're not going to cut. Thank you. Go <laughs> run into the locker room. Let's All go. done. Let's go. No need. Like, we, you heard the smack. Like, it was like oh. a legit ball got hit oh. hard. No call. No thing of thing of beauty, <laughs> gambling gods thing of beauty. And I went two and one. By the way, I had my first winning day in a week yesterday. You, See, you that's the it. thing that swings you, it. You called it. You because I got that break. I came back and I had a winning day yesterday. Actually, oh, I went three shit. and one yesterday. We're so. blindly booking everything today. This is the turnaround day, baby. You're betting everything. You mean that's what I mean. It. We're betting yeah. everything today. Yes, everything you say today, we're probably betting. Um, what's the what's the floor of this? Six. <sighs> Public loves. Patrick Beverly in Minnesota. This is, this is a public dog, in my opinion. I think you're right. I think you're right. I don't know. This is this is this is tight. It's a it's a good number because I know what they're going to bet when it gets to seven or seven and a half. They're going to grab it. They're going to take the dog. There's yeah. just no yeah. because that's just the number. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's going to win. They just know getting over seven and a half is a good number. Right. Um. This could be blowout central. I mean, Memphis could win this game by twenty. I think this is Dunk City. I think oh, this is. I think this is this a is coming, coming out, out party. Right, coming out party. This is this is the 
proclamation of like the regular season. Fine. You said it was a fluke. Uh, uh-uh. we are a legitimate option to win the whole effing thing. Man. Oh man. I think they stop Minnesota in game one. I really do. Grizzlies, Grizzlies, Grizzlies. Tomorrow's going to be a busy day. Hell yeah. It's great. Great. Great two days, Saturday, Sunday. Great two days. Oh, so what do we do with Philadelphia and the Raptors in game one? I got a bunch of people, Dave, who are asking me questions about rolling the dice and taking the Raptors to win the East. It's like 22 to one. And now they're, they're dogs against Philly. Can't they win game one and win this series? Who Raptors? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of all uh, the series going through and I was handicapping them all, the one thing I was like, no one's talking about the Raptors. Like, we probably should be talking about the Raptors a lot more than we are. People are undervaluing and underappreciating just how good this basketball team is. But are they doing the same with the Sixers? I don't know how good Philly actually is. Well, nobody does. So, I don't think Philly does. Like, I don't think they know. The you know? juice is worth the squeeze, right? When this team gets squeezed, what do they do? Because I'm leaning they fall apart. Mentally, not really all that interested. James Harden. I mean, all these stories coming out of how shocked Embiid was when he started working out with James Harden going like, this dude's out of shape. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, that's really not good that Embiid's people are letting this leak out before the playoffs of like, and this guy don't give a shit, man. This guy, uh-uh. I thought I, thought, I, thought I was going to play with, a, with an elite superstar and he came in like a tub of goo. So like one of the all-time best lines when David Letterman called Terry Forster that yeah. tub of fat tub of goo. I mean, that's uh, not um that's indeed people laying the groundwork for like, don't blame me. Like we get rolled and we get bounced. Not my fault. Is this is the six game or seven game series? Seven game, I think. It's a six or seven. It's, it's, war. it's I think this is an unbelievable series. This is a war. Unbelievable series. By the way, shout out to Brian in Iowa. Hey, he's just joined in listening from Iowa. We got people all over the country listening right now, watching right now. I love it. I love You're it. loving this. I, I believe this might be it. your favorite show ever of, of the 86 shows we've done. This might be your favorite one. Number 86. Yeah. Damn. 86. Damn. So, um, so what surprises you more? A Raptor series win? Or a Sixers series win surprises me more. Wow, it's tough uh, because I, I, I think Embiid again. I like taking series and teams and games. Who's the best player on the floor? Embiid's the best player on the floor. So, I guess the Raptors probably. That's the Raptors winning would be the biggest surprise. But I wouldn't be stunned. It's not like I'm like, oh my god, how did that happen? They're worth a bet to win the series. Who wins Game One? Oh. That's who you bet in the series right now. Whoever, Philly. Philly so this is this one. is how you do this, right? Philly by three is would be my prediction. Okay, so don't bet Philly minus four in a game one. Bet Philly yeah. to win the series. If you think Philly's going to win a series, but that's a lot of juice. You, but it's going to be. It goes from minus one seventy five or one eighty, whatever it is now, wherever you shop around. Yep, goes to minus three dollars if they win game one, approximately. Yeah depending on how aggressive the book wants to get books that don't believe it or books that like 
the Raptors to then win game two won't move it much because this is what this is what it's modus operandi for the bad guys. They bet the series price in game one before game one and what they think is going to happen in game one. So if they think the Raptors are going to win game one, they bet the Raptors in the series because now the price becomes I mean, legitimately, if the Raptors win game Half. one, they become a short favorite yeah, to win the series. Yeah. Minus 130, minus 140. That's how much it flips. Yep. If the Sixers win game one, it goes to minus $3. So if you lay 175 or 180 and you take plus 250 on the Raptors to win game two, now you can bet game two and you're in a better position on both series prices. Oh, you mean- Now you can watch it game to game. I mean, you take the Raptors to win game two. I mean, to win the series, rather, after game Yes, after game one if they lose, because now you're getting plus 250. If you take the Raptors to win a series right now, you're getting plus 150. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I like that. That's interesting. That's a a good, decent way of playing it. And then it's sweat-free in a lot of ways. Well, no, then then what you do is you pile on the position. If you think it's going to be a seven-game series, right, you might make five bets – on the series, huh? To add to your position, ping pong on either take, side, yeah, and, and because see where you are right, you, it becomes a no lose proposition, uh-huh. and just add to your position. And ideally, if something happens, and B gets hurt, now you're right. heavy on the Raptor position. You're really good, right? Right. You right. know. So, huh. but I, I mean, what I learned one of the million lessons that I learned from working in the book was watching these guys work. Mm. guys that I call ghosts, you know, the bad guys, they would make a series bet, but they would make 10 series bets. They, they would bet the series, then they would bet the other way, or they would double up their position. And then they would come back in game two. It's the most unique thing of the year. There's no other time of the year, except in the NHL and the NBA playoffs, where you play the same team multiple times in a row and you have an opportunity to have a series price to work off of. They, so wild. It, it's, it's so, it really is because you can do it for two months. It's, it's, listen, some guys don't bet the regular season. They just do this. Huh? It's, it's interesting. It's, I mean, it's that, it makes, it makes a lot of sense because it gives you outs. Like Nothing can, but outs, baby. You can get out. You can get out of the stuff you're in. You take a pre-flop position, and then in the series, you can start moving yourself around. I mean, you need to have a spreadsheet to keep track of what you got and where you bet it at and what you're going to win off of it. But, I mean, that's a really interesting philosophy as to it's a lot of work, but that's a really interesting philosophy as to how to come back and work different angles oh. so, you, so you can wind up getting yourself into better positions and protect yourself from crazy things that may happen. You become a book. All you do is minimize risk and maximize profit. That's all those guys are doing. They Amazing. become wow. the book. That's cool. And That's I'm really watching cool. it going, wait a second. I'm do- I want to do what they're doing. <laughs> like, what am I, I doing? I'm on the wrong I'm side on, of the counter. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, believe me, I saw this all the time. I'm like, you know, and then I get to know them. Like I would, I would literally go ask like guys, like I walked around with you at Bet Bash. We met right. a couple of these guys, yep. Jeff W and all these other guys that I don't know. I mean, they're out there now. So, yeah. but you know, between Zach and, and a bunch of guys, I'm like, what are you guys doing? And they explained it to me. I'm like, shit, you don't even have no risk, huh? And they're like, no, stop betting. Like, they're not betting. They're just yeah. earning. 
It becomes the difference between betting and earning. Speaking of earning, look at this. This guy, who is this? I'm old Greg up in Canada. Woo. We got people in Canada getting hyped for the Raptors series. <laughs> he thinks the Raptors are going to win. How do people think the Raptors are going to win, Matthew? I, I, I don't. I, I'm not fighting them. I, 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 I do not believe that they're wrong on that. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what game one looks like. Um, because Renzi is flying from Vancouver to Toronto to go to game four. Smart. What do you think the game situation is for game four? When they two get one. to game four, is it 2-1 who? Philly. Oh, wow. You think 2-1 Philly? Mm-hmm. Wow. I told you, I think it's seven-game series. I think Philly wins. I think it's seven-game series. I think game one goes to Philly. Game two goes to Toronto. Game three goes to Philly. And game four will be the deciding game. Whoever wins okay. game four wins that series. Good game to go to for camp for, for Gabe. That's the right game to go to. Mm. Because that's the game that whoever wins game four wins the series. I said I said it could be 2-1 Toronto. Could be. Sure. He's hoping it's 3-0 Toronto. I said, it ain't going to be 3-0 Toronto. Stop. I take, I take that bet. Right. Come on, come on now. That's not, that's not happening. That's what I told him. I said, it ain't going to be 3-0 yeah, They're going to lose tomorrow. They're going to lose game one. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> and that bet real fast. Like, I, I think Philly wins game one. So, <laughs> you know, as the series progresses, I like Toronto's chances better. I mean, I like, I can't I'm going to say this, but I like Nick Nurse. So, like... Nick Nurse is a hell of a coach. Do you know the hell. stories I have on Nick Nurse, though? Oh, my. Do I have stories on Nick Nurse? Whew. He was not liked in Iowa. Really? He was not liked in Iowa. No, 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 no. See, it's hard not. to be a coach. A lot of people don't like you, too, sometimes. Yeah, he was a cock, though. Oh, was he? Yeah, he brought it on okay. himself. He was he he was he was a world class dickhead and, and tried to get he he got caught angling, he got caught going behind people's backs, he got caught doing a lot of stuff. I mean, he's he's a dude you gotta watch out for. That's why him going to LA is phenomenal if he goes to LA. Because that that's a good move. No, he'll play that town like he'll have angles set up. That dude will have all sorts of stuff. There will be drama upon drama upon drama. If that dude's in LA, he's better off in a place like Toronto where there's not a lot of attention in terms of like the scuttlebutt and the behind the scenes rumor mill type stuff. He runs that town. He gets to do whatever the hell he wants in particular because he won a championship. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, whatever the hell he wants. Right. He can do in LA. That stuff gets reported. The stuff that he's doing, the stuff that he does gets reported. I mean, arguably in Toronto, and he's I ain't starting no shit, but he's like, the biggest star in right now in the yeah, town. But, but, Vlad. but he's the biggest star in town of the third team in the pecking order. It's Maple Leafs, Blue Jays or Blue Jays, Maple Leafs, then Raptors. I don't know about that right now. No, they got a ring, man. You put a ring on a team's finger. That Maple Leafs are the career choke artists. They can't do anything in the playoffs. That ring elevates you quick, in particular with the kids. You win a championship. You have a championship parade. Haven't had a baseball parade since 92. Is it ship or chip? For me, it's chip, but. With a C? Yeah. You're wrong. 
It's a chip. You go win the Fair, chip. When you win a ship, do you win a ship or a chip? Because you can't say ship because ship sounds like shit. No idea. So like if, if you say ship too fast, people say, do you say shit? Like it's difficult. So you Champion say chip. Champion ship. Chip, you spell it. Chip. Championship. But you spell it chip, but it's a chip. Did you not see the movie? Um, what was the movie with the kids, the baseball team, and, and the gambler? When he gambler. said, we're going to the ship. Oh, we're going to the ship. Oh, the ship. All right. Well, that's a guy can be wrong. Doesn't mean that that guy's right. <laughs> it was written in a movie. Doesn't mean it's right. No crying in baseball, Connor. but there sure is. Uh, I mean, people the people on the chat are agreeing with you, Dave. It's fine. They can agree with anything. They can be wrong, <laughs> Championship. Go win a chip. I'm 45, not 15. A chip? Like a potato chip yeah. or a, a go chip, chip on a go, poker table? Go win the chip. Yes. Sounds like you got a lisp when you're saying, go. let's go win a chip. And when you say ship, it sounds like shit. So you can't say it. <laughs> That's the problem. You're like, what'd you say? It's it's like, you know, different words. Like when we're listening to music with Madeline and she's like, they said fuck. I'm like, no, they did not. They said the other F word. <laughs> like, Whoa. They, like, Maddie, you can't say that word. She's like, but they said it on the song. I'm like, you didn't say that, Maddie. I'll, I'll go back and play it back. And it's like, it's like buck or it's it's some other word. It's like, it's like favorite or something. And it's like, but it sounds like they said, like, Maddie, you can't just blurt that out. Like, you can't say that word. So like, but it's on the song. Like, it's not on the song. Not it on didn't the actually song. happen. It's like, my gosh, like it's her favorite thing in the world is when she's allowed to say swear words. Like it's her favorite thing in the world. Oh, right it's now the best. When she's allowed because of it's in a song that gives her carte blanche to actually say the swear word. Of course. Like, but I'm like, that's not what it says. Shane lied the, about that. It's not the swear word. It didn't come out. Nope. You're you're hearing things in your head that aren't actually there. That's the same thing. Can't ship. say ship. Ship. Sounds like shit. You got got to get that Venmo set up so you can get paid for the penalties. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Get someone to take care of us on that. The swear jar. I said shit, not ship. Find me. Let's go. (laughs) Warriors minus six tomorrow against the Nuggets. I have no idea what to do with this game. You tell me. I have no idea. I'm staying so far away from this game. I have no idea what this team looks like. I was all in on the Warriors all year to have a great season, and now I think they are so difficult to bet on because I Steph goes nuclear. He comes back. He can knock out this team by himself or Jokic goes for a 30, 15 and 15 game and they win on the road and win game one outright. Do you believe Landon just checked in from Hawaii right now? Mahalo, my brother. Oh my goodness. He said, I can't always chat, but I'm always listening. Landon, welcome to the show on a feel-good Friday, roll call Friday. He's got better weather than we do today. Damn right he does. We're 66 degrees today. He's got better weather than us. The air's clean, though. Like, I went out. I was early this morning. I had to take Jess to work and then stop to pick up donuts for the kids and all this Uh, other stuff at the book. What's your go-to donut spot here in town? I discovered that there's a Dunkin' Donuts right next to the book at – Arizona Charlie's. So I got to get off down there to they, take her to they work. Started, they, they started, Teresa and Madeline started getting Dunkin' Donuts delivered to the house. Stop. Yeah. Stop. It's, a, it's, 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 Uber Eats is $3. It's like, cause Dunkin' is like literally a mile from the house. So it's a $3 delivery charge. So now they just started getting boxes of donuts delivered. It came, came this morning, box of donuts from Dunkin'. I, I don't let them get shit delivered here. I say, you what? go get it. 
We ain't paying nobody to deliver. We got cars. You got you got legs. You can drive. Go get the shit. You see gas prices though. It's actually more. It's cheaper to let them use their gas. If it's far away, you're right. It may be better to take the delivery charge. But at the same time, five five fifty a gallon. My my kids. If I send them now, they they got a nice scam going. I give them a twenty to go get me something to eat, and I say keep the change. They make okay. more than Uber drivers. Kelsey's like, Dad, are you hungry? She asked me yesterday. You hungry? Before, like a week or two so ago, like she didn't want to go. So, so it's like 13 bucks for lunch and they pocket the seven. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's a good racket. It's a good move. It's a good. And a I filled a gas tank up. They ain't even got to worry about that. Mm. I don't I, know what to do with this game, Matthew. We got to ask Pearl. I mean, just let, <laughs> let's, let's ask Pearl. She's Maybe on vacation. She'll tell us. She's on vacation. Can't get a hold of Pearl. Okay. Or Alec. Either one. They're MIA. I'm texting them both today as soon as Go the ahead. show's over. I should text them now and say, hey, we're on the show. We want to know what you like for the for the game. Or call us. Go ahead and call. We're on Don't the show. call us right now, Alec. Leave us alone. You can text us. We're on us. the air. Go ahead and call us. Yeah, call in. We'll take call-ins. Where, can we take call-ins? No, we cannot take call-ins. And even right. if we could, I'm not doing it. So stop doing it. <laughs> even if it was physically possible, I'm not doing it. I'm not taking phone calls in literally seven years of my career. I'm sure as hell not starting now. We're not taking phone calls. Hell no. No, no, no. Chat's thank, beautiful. Thank you for Even, calling BVB. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, props.com. What's your question? <laughs> like, Jesus. You know, call screener now. Oh, no way. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go this. Did you see did you see Kerr last night say, yeah. I don't know what he's doing? I don't know what I don't, you know, Probably we might have awesome. a minute restriction. They're we might not. Awesome. They're just setting them up. They're gonna let him loose. He'll play 35 minutes. He's gonna light him up, isn't he? Probably. So I'm not touching it. It's why the line six, I think. I think the pros agree. They're, they're they're like, yeah, they're just this is BS. They're they're gonna roll out there and destroy them. They're gonna look like the Warriors in January. Man, kill everybody. Oh it's possible. All right, I bet this already. I bet the opener at three. Boston minus three against the Nets coming up in game one. Line mm-hmm. is now four. How do you feel about Boston laying four at home against Brooklyn? I told you how I feel about this all week. I know. We even had John Anik have to tell you how to feel about this. <laughs> I Wednesday. said, the, just so you know, before Robert Williams was potentially cleared, I said Boston game one. I also said it may be the only game they win, but I said Boston game one. <laughs> Wait till you see. I'm on the hunt for, for Celtic stuff. Oh, it's hard to find in this town. Damn right it is, but I got yeah. people already on the lookout. Don't worry. Um, if you see a good Bruins hat, tell me too. I need a decent Bruins. Can't hat. find a good hockey hat. So I'm looking for. I was looking for a Maple Leaf hat. I was looking for a Bruins hat. I was looking for like I, I like this hat. That's this nice. Is, it's nice, but it's not me. Like, it's but very, we don't know if that's Bruins or not. Like, that's right. just the, it's, that's, it's, that's, it's very it's very kitty. Like, I I want just a smoke right. B. That's all. That's all I want. I want yes. that hat. I want that here on a hat. So just just give me that. Okay. Flat brim or either or. Right. I don't really care. But I just we'll find flat brim. Yeah. Bruins are playing like shit, by the way. Boy, oh boy. Only I lost, last only, night. That only bet I lost it. Only bet I lost yesterday was the Bruins money line. Ridiculous. I think I think the Celtics win. I cannot wait to watch this game on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, popcorn ready. Like this game is awesome. Pretty game. It's going to be popping in there. <laughs> be fun. <laughs> One of those games, this is one of those games as a media member. You show up for intros. Like you want to be in your seat. You have for, to be. This intros. is one of those games. Like I would go to as I had to, I had to really, I mean, looking back now, it was such a 
a, a privilege and and so lucky. But we had Penguin season tickets oh. forever, and I went to every game. My whole life became going to really? the games. Like yeah, just forty one so, games a year, every single one. I was doing high school homework in between periods. That's amazing. I was doing college homework in between periods or driving down and then taking a nap when I got home so I could go to the game and drive back, stay up all night to do a project. Like it was, it was, I still had to go to the games because as they started winning and the tickets became more expensive, it was like my inner self knew like that ain't going to be able to afford this no more. So you're going to have to probably, you know, figure out a way to, and it was it was a way for me and my brothers to spend time together. My dad was so visionary with all this stuff, but mm. games like this, they don't come along every every day, every week, every month. You got Brooklyn at home, Kyrie coming back. We're favored. I can't. I mean, this is this is hype city, baby. Like you're in the gates open at 10 a.m. <laughs> you're there at 9 p.m. Yeah, this 45. is this is heckle warm up time oh, for Boston this, fans. The, the, this the is, whole see, thing. Yeah, you see Kyrie warm ups. You're booing him the second he steps on the mm. floor. This is college mm. basketball type atmosphere in the NBA. Yes, like you don't normally get this. You don't get this type of blood hatred. No, and I mean, I told you, Anna confirmed it, but Boston people effing hate Kyrie Irving. Like, there's not <laughs> a more disliked <laughs> athlete. Because the Yankees don't really have anyone right now that Boston really hates. Uh-uh. So they, the Yankees aren't normally – the Yankees have one. They don't have one. So he now plays for a New York team, formerly of Boston, has said the worst things about the city of any ex-player ever. And now you're in their home for game one, and you have Kevin Durant on your team, and Jason Tatum is turning into a superstar? Oh, man. This is, is going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Can't wait. I'm thinking Brooklyn in the first quarter. Mm. Okay. Why? This is one of those situations where you see it. They're a young team. That excitement and hype is going to be real. I mean, driving to the game, you're hyped. And then you get Boston's in the building. Young. and there's Boston's young too, though. Boston's young. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, Boston's oh. a young team. So Boston's going to struggle. Okay. Boston's a young team. They're going to struggle in the first quarter. With I mean, the look emotion, what happened against Cleveland. It was 40 to high, 20. It was 40 to 20 in the first quarter against right? the Cavaliers. I mean, so, was, right. Yeah, they possible. start fast. Yeah. They, they start fast. We just saw it. I'm not saying that happens again where they blow them out. No, but right. Same. But I mean, the line start. in the first quarter is Brooklyn plus a point. Plus a point. Yeah, take take the I, I don't mind that Brooklyn plus a point. I mean, Boston normally this season, if you go through and watch the way Boston has played, they have kind of mimicked the Warriors and the Suns for that matter. It's like you kind of ticky tack it first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, hammer it, and they go. And then they win the game by 15, 20 points. So right. it's not a bad way where you can kind of bet. And this is where these in-game wagering in the NFL, in the NBA playoffs right now, NBA period, have been very profitable. <laughs> bet the team that's down and, and especially if the team's at home, they have a chance to rally and come back. So I would be surprised if Boston came out of the gates and or was up by like five points after, after the end of the first quarter. So I don't mind that bet, but I definitely think there's an, that you will get a chance to bet Boston in game and get them at plus points at some point during the game. How do you think this game flows to the total? 
at like 224. No the number's idea. perfect. Because Boston's defensive ability scares the crap out of me right. for betting, betting it over. So Boston can score and so can Brooklyn, but like Boston also could take the air out of the ball and grind defensively, and it could be a 105 101 game. Correct. So that would be so my initial fear. lean is under. Initial lean's under, but me betting too. unders with Kevin Durant games is never fun. Correct. Right. So, like, I don't and you know. You see the way those silly fourth quarters can go. Like we, yeah, we just saw two nights ago. Right. Yes. A hundred percent. Final game line wise, Bucks are laying ten against the Bulls. Ain't enough. Ain't enough. Wow. <laughs> Ain't enough. You think this is a route, huh? I just think you're under man. It's just a bad matchup. It's a bad matchup. The Bucks Play been it. sitting all week. Ten points in a playoff. It's ridiculous. Game. Double digits. Yeah. I mean, this is a no bet. This is a this is a no bet. You don't touch this game. In game, the the magic is the Bulls get out to a quicker lead, and right. you can lay less than ten with the right. Bucks. Ideally, less than six. Right. You know, but this would be the biggest surprise of the weekend if, if the, the Bulls, Bulls win. Oh my God. 100%. Like, stop. Like, wait, what? They're minus 900 to win the series. Lose game one. Was it number go to? Five? Four? If the Bucks lose game one? Yeah. Goes to 12. If the goes Bucks higher. If the Bucks lose game one, minus 900 becomes minus 1200? Oh, no, to the series price. I thought you meant the point spread. No, 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 no. I thought I mean, you meant the point Sorry. Spread. Series price gets series price. cut. Um, to minus 500, minus 600? I don't know how much. No, I don't think it drops that much. I think it wow. drops, but it doesn't drop that much because you can't give someone a, a free shot at laying it with the Bucks now. Right. You know, as the book, you're like, it's one game. Yeah. Now, if they would win a second game, if they win two games, it'd be surprising. They may yeah. win one in a series. It's Bucks in yeah. five or Bucks in four. Yeah. If we see a six game, a game six, I'm with you. That would be surprising. Shock. <laughs> game six. Shock. Because game six would be in Chicago. Right. So, you know, at home court. So, you, I mean, you have a chance to send it back to Milwaukee for game seven, which, so that's, that's the, because it's 2 2 1 1 1 until the NBA finals. So, game six is in Chicago. Yeah, Bucks, um, Bucks do not want to be playing a six game series against the Bulls. They do not. They, they, they expect a dispatch of them pretty quickly. I, I found this bet on FanDuel. Okay. And um, trying to find someone to either give me a small loan to go bet it myself because wow. I can't bet it. Like, this is one of those ones I would like to come out of retirement to bet. Okay. And when I say come I got, out of retirement, I got I mean, people in FanDuel places. They'll tell me what you're thinking about. So there's a series price, game one series parlay on FanDuel. All right. You can bet the result of game one and basically parlay it with the series price. Bucks win game one, win the series? Yes. What's the number? Minus 360. How's that possible? It's wrong. If the series is minus 900. Minus 1100 on FanDuel, by the way. Okay. Minus 1100. Mm-hmm. How do you say if they win game one, they're more likely to win the series? Thank you. 
Mathematically speaking, they're more likely. You win game, winners of game one in NBA game seven, you win 65% of the time. You win game one, you win the series. So what the hell is that? <laughs> is that just somebody making a mistake with a number or somebody trying to make up a market that no one's paying attention to? Without being in the room, without right. calling anybody out. Yeah. I'd say if you have FanDuel, <laughs> you should go bet that right now. now. Because it don't make no sense. It don't it's make a, no sense. It's essentially, what's the, what's the money line tonight? What's the number? tonight this is a great see i love the way you're thinking you're act, you, this is fantastic <laughs> right now the series price is minus 1100 yeah take back 700 meaning that's yep. what the price on the bulls right game one game one you just said is a 10 point spread right yeah game one money line milwaukee bucks is minus 560 the hell is this wow this is, this is what's called a betting opportunity, Matthew. Damn straight it is. I've been, I'm not kidding. I've been literally um, reaching out to people to tell them, and we'll tell the listeners because we love the listeners. We love the people watching the show. I mean, this is not just a double, you know, a B squared play. This is no. B quadruple to the, B to the five degree type of thing. This is this is a high alert. This is yeah. <laughs> we need to is, yeah, Farrah, you know what we need to do? We need to have a graphic that we'll put up like this. We need we need where the NBA is. We need like a, a siren. Like we need <laughs> when these when these plays come up, we need a siren of like this is a bat signal, all hands on deck. Bet the house. Mis bet the yeah. house mistake that's Just, sitting there. Yeah. This you get is, a better price money line on game one. By betting this, and you get a better a, a a four time better bet on the series price. It, oh it, my wow! This is I, I'm thinking somebody left a zero off of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just telling somebody fat like, fingered it. No, or I mean nobody's bet it like because it, this would be one of those that would be at the bottom of every straight bet I would make for the week. Would have this parlay. FanDuel, FanDuel lets you parlay these. Of bets. course. That's incredible. They let you do that. So this is this is one of those things that I just know again from being in the book. If you go to the counter to bet this for 36,000 to win 10, which is what I'm looking to do. Okay. That's a minimum what I want to come at okay. you with right now. If okay. I come into the book, I'm going to bring 36 times. And say, um, here, I want to bet this series one or game one and series parlay on Milwaukee, please. 36,000 to win 10. And then the book probably tells you, oh, wait a second. Because they call that in and they say, this guy's here to bet this. Wait a second. I think, how can that be? Who put that up? You can have 360 to win 100. We're going to move it. Oh, oh, that's what you're going to do. So instead, because that's how it's probably going to go. Guy like Spanky, guy like anybody goes up to do that. That's what you get told. I mean, if I went to do that right now, that's probably what I would get told. Okay. So instead, you put it at the bottom of every bet. Did you hear Anik tell us on Wednesday? Which, by the way, if you guys haven't done this, go listen to the show 
in the John Anik interview. It was tremendous. It wasn't good. It was tremendous. And I'm it's not tooting our own horn. You two John was it. great. Farah broke it out. So it's just the interview, too. You can just watch the interview if you want. Yeah, and his, oh, you po- his podcast is listed on that interview on our YouTube so they can see good. the podcast. Nice. Okay. So you can go do that, too. But he put the Celtics money line on the bottom of every bet he made in the play-in game because it adds to the price of the, of the straight bet. So. Yep. Putting a minus 360 isn't going to get you rich, but it's going to enrich the value of your straight bet. So what they do is they put it in with every bet, and now they are just become two-game parlays. Because if Milwaukee wins game one, they go from minus 1,100 to win the series to probably minus 20 to one. The price probably doubles. It at least goes to 15 to one. So you're holding a ticket if Milwaukee wins game one on them to win the series at minus 360. So now you have insane value to go bet the other side, (laughs) right? (laughs) The kids listening to the show. (laughs) You lay 36,000 to win 10, right? And then you go lay 10 to win. And now, well, no, no, you forget about laying 10. You're getting 20 to one. Or 15 to 1 on the other side. Right. Like you can five. lay a dime. They won, yeah. Or, or lay three dimes to win 45. Now you profit 7,000? Or 30. Or 9,000. Oh, right. Because you got to lay 36. Right. right. So bet. 36, 45. Right, yeah. Whew. Profit, profit. Unbelievable. And there you have it. That's how you do it. That's how the pros do it with the series prices. And me being on the air and looking at these lines every day, if I was in the book, this would involve a meeting. Somebody would have to go in a meeting and say, where did you come up with this number? Because it's wrong. (laughs) Yeah, right? It's fucking wrong. That's unbelievable. So does anybody else but FanDuel have that? You know, did you look around? I did not look around. Just yet. curious, anybody in like who's any non? I mean, Fanduel's in every legal state, I believe. So, don't think there's a state they're not in. But, not, but I mean, not Nevada, obviously. But uh, I think they're everywhere else. So, but mm. my goodness, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, you boys go to work. You got it right. <laughs> you you have it access on your fingertips right now. You can do it for 360, do the same thing. Just take a zero off what Dave was saying. Yeah. You know, you know, you know 36,000, fine. Do it for 360. Yeah. Same same math, same philosophy. Yeah. And you could wind up making yourself a couple hundred bucks, no sweat, easy. The only catch would be game one losing to the Bulls. Exactly. It's the only thing that kills you. That's it. They but lose you don't game think- one. <laughs> they lose game one in Chicago. I don't, I mean, my God. Well, I mean, your other option is, I mean, this is crazy to say. Bet bet Chicago game one money line to cover your ass. Both? Bet them both? It's plus 420. Right? (laughs) It's plus 420 right now. You can't lose. Oh, right. You bet them both. Yeah. Other than Bulls winning the series. The only thing that can burn you is the Bulls win the series. Bulls ain't winning the series. No. (laughs) No. Right? Giannis didn't need to break his leg. And even then, I still might take the Bucks, the Bucks to win the series. Yeah. Even without Giannis. Go, might go yeah. longer, but they, they still, I mean, Middleton and company, Drew and company, they can still get it, get it, get it done, get past Chicago. Well, Chicago's played like a lottery team the last two months of the season. They've I mean, you could wait in game. 
if it gets to, you know to the point where you go okay um say the bucks get up 15 you could take the bulls 20 to 1 in game for 20 bucks if you have 360 to win 100 right and you think there's a chance the bulls could win if and you know you, you take the 20 and put it on them just in case they're coming back or you think oh we should just do this as insurance you can do it but i just i mean there's not many times where i go like Time they come out of retirement. I mean, I'm calling people that I know and like, hey, I just want to let you know. This is up. This is up. And like I talked to a guy who I worked with offshore years ago yesterday. And I'm like, tell me what I'm missing. And he's like, you're not. And I said, all right, can, can we put together the money? Like it just was one of those. It don't make no sense. So there you go. That's my gift to you, along with the hats and a shout out on the show. Holy mother. That's wild. Yeah. All right. Uh, real quick on this. Mm-hmm. We actually have a company doing the right thing. You know, that guy that bought the Tom Brady last touchdown ball for 518,000. Yeah. And we all laughed at him. Yeah. Got his money back. My man. They who, gave it to, who gave him the money back? The, the auction company? Yep. The auction company came in and guy got his money back. They did a deal. I think he had to pay. He had to pay something, but I mean that was the worst bad beat of a long time. Oh yeah, it was (laughs) the day before Brady came out of retirement. He buys a football that was his last touchdown toss to Mike Evans for five hundred eighteen thousand dollars, and the thing was voided forty eight hours later. The thing was totally voided. So that that that's our feel good story of the day that the the auction company and the guy got his money back. So. That was yeah, good for him. All right. uh, The props.com story of the day, a little hockey play here. How are you feeling about Calgary? So Calgary last night takes on the Vegas Golden Knights. It's Mark Stone, Mark Stone game two, and they get worked at home. Mm. Now we talked about Vegas going two and one on the road trip being successful. They get Winnipeg next to go two and one on that series on that. Edmonton, Edmonton. Oh, Edmonton. Sorry. It was Winnipeg. Sorry. Edmonton even well, harder win, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they win that game, but they win. They go two and one. What do you make of Calgary eight to one to win the cup? People relate to this. According to Patrick Everson's story, they talked to the books and he wrote this story about the Calgary flames. People were late to jump on Calgary. They were as high as 22 to one. They're down now to eight to one to win the cup. Where are you on Calgary to win it all? I don't really like it. I don't either. I still like I still like Tampa and Florida way better. Oh, well, they're in the East. I know, but they're going to play for the. I mean, you got to play someone to win the cup. You got to win the cup, not make the cup. You got to win the cup. I don't even think Calgary gets to the Western Conference Finals. Okay, fair. I don't even think they get the Western Conference Finals right now. I mean, eight to one is down from I mean, what was this thing? Twenty five to one, thirty 22. to one, twenty two at one point. Yeah, original. Yeah. yeah. So, um. Calgary's a good hockey team. They got to beat the, somebody's got to beat the Avalanche. I don't think anybody does. Now Colorado, Florida in the Cup final. Chalk, Vegas, chalk. Vegas has a ch- Vegas has a chance if they get really healthy. They've got the Avalanche's number. They can they can bow up and take on the Cal. I think they could knock out Calgary. I mean, knock out uh, Colorado. But. Ooh. I do. I think I. I, I think Vegas healthy. We went from not making the playoffs to knocking off Colorado in a week. Yeah, 
if they're healthy. I mean, they get every, if patches comes back, I think the fact that stone is playing motivates everybody else to get ready. Like if you're in the rehab room and you're like, okay, I'm 50, 50 to come back and play either in the regular season or the postseason, And I got to do the extra work and the extra miles to get healthy, to get ready to go. And Mark stone comes back. They win six, one, you see the window, they make the postseason. If I'm patch already, I'm like, let's go. Get me ready to go. Get me on the damn ice. Even if I'm 75%, get me on the ice. Let's go play. And I think if they get their studs back, Vegas is dangerous if they're healthy. They're just not healthy. True. Would you believe this? Colorado's the favorite right now. Yep. And then Florida. Yep. And then Calgary's the third choice. The next six teams listed. Here at Fandle, yeah, are Eastern Conference teams: Tampa, Carolina, Toronto, Boston, Pittsburgh, New York Rangers. Then we get the Western Conference entries. Mm-hmm. The Knights and the Wild are next. Mm-hmm. I, think I think there's value in Vegas. I, 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 I think your shot is to to pick the other team to make the Western Conference final right now. If it's not Calgary, okay, who is it? Because you got. Vegas at 20 yep. to one, the yep. wild at 20 to one, who, which by the way, did you see, um, Mark Andre Fleury in mm-hmm. net for mm-hmm. a while? Looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Um, well, I can't St. Louis blues that. at 25 to one Edmonton at 25 to one. I mean, all of the other teams in the West, except the avalanche and the flames are 20 to one or higher to win the cup right now. Mm. Pick your winner out of there. Just to get to the finals of the Western Conference, and then you and can hedge. Yeah. And then you can, right, and then you take your shot. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not. The thing is, Calgary can beat the Avalanche. They've played them tough all season. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they can win a series against Edmonton. I don't know if they can win a series against the Knights. I don't know if they can win a series against the Wild. I think they can win a series against the Avalanche. That's the interesting part about Calgary. The road to get there is just as hard as or harder than the actual Western Conference Finals for them. So uh, I can't wait, man. I can't wait for the playoffs to start for hockey. People, <laughs> Steve writes, hammer Dad for your bet, Dave. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> People are betting it right now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. My oh, man, who's that? Steve. Yeah, Steven's job. Bryce just said bet is made. Let's go. Yep, they're betting them. There oh, you go. They're God. riding it. We'll, 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 what we'll, if we go hammer down and tell the boys to tell? Oh, them that's thing that's light the, it up. Yeah, that's the that's oh, the God. Oh, my God. thing. So yeah. I got students, by the way, who are now, this is, this is like, I, I knew this would happen at some point, but I got students who are now sending me emails for betting advice. And I'm just like, how the hell do I answer this? Like, welcome to my world. People have <laughs> been asking me that shit for 15 years. No, but like, I'm their teacher. I'm not supposed to give them betting advice. <laughs> like, they're you like, mean? you're a cool professor. I know, but it's, where's the line? Am I allowed to say, here's how you bet? I mean, I got a kid who's a big boxing fan. And he's like, how do I bet the fight this weekend? And I'm like, I don't know. I think I think Stevenson's going to win the fight by knockout. I think he's going to knock out Ugas. And like, 
but I don't know. I've been talking about it online on Twitter. And so he follows me on Twitter. And now he's sending me emails saying, what's the best way to bet this fight? Like, oh, son of a gun. Like, that's not good. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be giving you guys betting advice. Not directly, at least. Indirectly, you can follow it. But directly, that's a little that's a little tough. I don't know how I how, how was. Some listen to the show. That's what I mean, right? It's just like, uh, I'll give you like, follow me on Twitter. I'll tell you how. I'll tell you tomorrow night. I'll tell you. I'll listen to the Juice podcast. I'll tell you how I'm betting it tomorrow. It's a good fight. It's a fun fight. I met Ugas here in Vegas when one of the first pro fighters I ever met with him uh, here. So he's a really cool dude. All right. Uh, prop bet of the day. Have we been on for an hour and 30 minutes already? 40 hour, 40 minutes. Yes. How does that happen? We're having fun. Things fly. Damn. So prop bet of the day, bet preps prop bet of the day. They're going with Trey young under 11 and a half assists today in this game. I like this. I like this because I think Trey Young goes off offensively tonight. I think Trey Young is going to score tonight, not pass tonight. Uh-huh. Get this. Both books are at 10 and a half juice to the over. Canby books, Sugar House Rivers, Unibet, Barstool, 888. They've got this uh, at 11 and a half. So you can see where you are, where the movement may have gone. But if you find 11 and a half, minus 133, you can find this. Averaging 9.7 assists in the season, four games against the Cavs. He's gone under 11 and a half in every game, nine, nine, 11, and seven. 12 or more in just four of the last 23 games against wow. the team with a winning record. Three of his last 29 games against a team with a top 10 defense. The Cavaliers are there. It's a win take home situation. In the game so far, he's averaged 22 and a half shots taken and 32 and a half points made for. Trey Young, 30, 41, 35, and 24 points scored. Trey Young to shoot tonight, not to pass tonight. How do you feel about under 11 and a half assists? I think I like that. I like it. Because I think he scores 40. What's his point scored prop? Should be 31 and a half. I think it is 31, 30 and a half. Yeah. That's where they, they just, that, that's a staple bet. I mean, that's a staple number for him. It was every game. It's just 31, 31, 31. Red Sox just gave up a home run to number 42, which apparently everybody's wearing today for Jackie Robinson oh. day. So, so we don't know who hit it for the twins. First inning. So no, no, they're in the fifth or no. Ah. What is that? No, they're in the second. Stop that. It's three, nothing in the second. Second don't, inning. Sorry. Don't do that to me. I have a bet going on that. I have, I have the, the, the parlay on that. The wind but is blowing P- out. Pavetta. Oh, it hasn't. This is really weird. It says one nothing. And but there's a two run home run coming. Is it, is it the lefty kid? No. What's the score? Three nothing or one nothing? Three nothing. Oh, the bug's wrong. That's interesting. So yeah. the scoreboard on MLB TV says three nothing. But the, the actual video says one nothing. One on two outs. Top second. This kid must go. Oh, deep. you're you're frozen. It's a, it's top of the second one out. Uh, what's frozen? Yeah. I'm watching. I'm watching live. I'm watching it live. Who's up right now? Ryan Jeffers, a lefty kid. I don't no, who's up? They're all wearing forty two. I don't know who it is. Yeah. No. He, he must. I got Polanco on first base, and I got twenty one pitches in for Pavetta. Oh, see, I'm on pitch number 44. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm way behind. Hold on. Let me see if I can go live on that. Oh, yeah, I'm way behind. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, there we go. Now it's 3 nothing. Okay, there we go. 
45 man Pavetta. Oh no, he's pulled. Wow, they pulled Pavetta. Oh no, they didn't. I can't stand this. Why are we wearing 42? It's ridiculous. I don't like this. Like who's, <laughs> whose number is what? Jackie Robson. Thing. I know, but it's 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 really hard at opening. Why is so, everybody wearing it? It's really hard to know. I'm like, why uh, Nick Pavetta's not 42? Why is Nick they want to pull Nick Pavetta? Oh no, everyone's wearing 42. That's 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 super confusing. That's so confusing. <laughs> So I need the Red Sox to get going here big time, at least get three runs going. Uh, All right. Time for better to book it. Um, first bet. I think I know what you're going to bet it. Hawks minus two tonight against Cleveland. Betting or booking it. Bet it. You like that. Bet. We're going to skip past the Clippers game because it's a complete shit show. So we're done with that. With apologies. I'd still bet the Clippers. I don't. I would not. But okay. Pelicans, right, Pel- Pelicans money line. Pelicans win the game straight up. Okay. Mavericks Jazz oh, under you, under two oh nine and a half. Oh, we're doing this today. Oh, because yeah. we're off tomorrow. Should we yeah. do a Twitter Spaces for playoff basketball tomorrow? If you want to, sure, we might have to. I can do that. That's that works for me. Let's do it. Might have to so, throw that shit together. So many games. A little Saturday because Sunday Saturday Twitter Spaces so, can be tough. Yeah, days. Sunday. I don't know if anybody's listening. I mean, we'll be watching the games, but I don't know if anybody's listening. Tomorrow might be a good day for Twitter spaces. Anyhow, um, under this game, under, yeah. I like it. You like this? Oh, I'll be betting this. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. This goes right into, I one, Luca being out, I think, helps the under. I think Dallas knows that. They have to play a little more conservatively, got to play a little bit slower. But Dallas at home this year has been an absolute gem to the under. 29-11-1 to the under this season. At home against the Western Conference, Dallas is 30, 20, and one to the under this season. No Luca. And on the road, Jazz are 24, 16, and one to the under on the road. Mm. So let's roll with that. Yeah. Um, who just what? Okay. Sure. More alerts. Sorry. People sending me text messages. Uh, that should be thing. Celtics minus three. Against the Nets. It's four now. I got three. Betting in a booking Celtics minus three. Celtics are winning game one. Come three. Oh. Agreed. Celtics are winning game one. Okay. Better win by more than three. That way you win your bet too. Yeah. Um, I think you're gonna have to really uh you might be able to play a middle here because at some point the Celtics will probably be up six or seven. And I would, I wouldn't be, I, I, I wouldn't be opposed to you grabbing nine, or something, or eight and a half. Well, the Nets, I think that I think there's gonna be a chance that I think the Nets are gonna be leading at some point in this game by yes. five points. So you could, I think you're gonna be able to take Boston plus three, plus four. Yes, it's a big middle. This is a this is a a back yes. and forth game. Yes, especially if you're right in the first quarter. Nets come out next go next go up by six after one. Yes, Boston flips to a big you know four or five point dog. You got minus three plus four plus five. Go with the yes. Middle. Yeah. I've I been watching agree. these Nets games. Um roller coaster. Oh, it's four nothing now. Yeah. Red Sox on opening day getting spanked by the twins. The hell is this, Nick Pavetta? Stuff looks flat. I'm not gonna lie, I'm watching it. A lot of flat fastballs. Throws hard, but a lot of flat fastballs. Correa. Just, can't you get used to Correa and it's Minnesota? I'm, I don't like it either. It looks Where's weird. It? It just looks strange to have, yeah. to have him and a have Korea and a twins. You know? Um, but yeah, must watch television. I told you, cannot wait. And then finally, 
Back to my other, my first favorite bet is under for the home games for the Dallas Mavericks. And my second favorite is a bet. This this game is on Sunday, right? This game is on Sunday. Yeah, Chicago, Chicago against Milwaukee. Chicago against the Eastern Conference is an under machine 29, 22 and one against the division, which is what Milwaukee is 12, three and one to the under. We're going under two. Oh, this was that trend we caught on late. Bucks, Bulls, under, Bulls under division game. Uh huh. 228. We're betting this too. Listen, turn this whole thing around, get that win the other night. We're betting, betting, <laughs> betting. <laughs> You talking, you're betting. I think I'm betting with you. Like this is, this is, we ain't booking nothing now. We booked you enough. Got you last night with that parlay. I went two and one. So it's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. But I'm um, cool. I'm two. Yeah. I've said to people before, you give me two and one the rest of my life. I'm a happy camper. I don't care what the juice is. I don't care. Two and one the rest of your life. We're retired in five years, son. (laughs) Yes. Bye, son. (laughs) We're somewhere. That's two and one for life. Yep. Two and one for a year, we're good. Yep. Let's do two and one for five years. Yep. Ain't nobody going to be able to find us. We'll be having fun. We'll be doing a show. Ain't nobody. Where are you at? We ain't telling you. Nope. We're on our own island. <laughs> Shit. So there we go. Two and one for five years. We're good. Favorite thing about today as we wrap on a Friday. Oh, man. So many things. I mean absolutely just blessed to wake up today in such a good mood and rested went to bed very early last night that's um, clean. okay that's the difference <laughs> i wondered i thought it was like an energy drink i thought you took something before the show but no sleep is an instant yes oh sleep sleep Soft. good yeah sleep sleep peaceful um you know it was it was fantastic i mean i went to bed early last night did listen i did about seven hours uh, on the air yesterday oh. on different shows and different things and stuff and different hits and all over the place. Um, you know, and that included this show, but like seven hours, no. I, I talked yeah. a lot yesterday. I listened a lot. So I was tired. I shut it down. So I woke up today. The best thing about today is one that I woke up two that I woke up and was just jamming to the music this morning with Jessica was, you know, we, we drive together and she went out with some friends last night. Um, you know, from, grade school wow in town who she hadn't seen for a while and i unfortunately was so talked out you know and you remember from when you did your show and all this exhaustion like when you're done i don't want to talk to anybody i don't want to listen to anybody i want to go sit in peace and quiet so i couldn't go out and met meet them which i feel bad for but i went to bed so Already today, I got to drive my wife to work. I got to listen to some good music. Got to see someone at the book, say hello. It's crazy. People are just, you know, seeing this, wearing this hat. And they're like, hey, I love the show. Or, hey, that's a hat. How can I get that hat? And it's all starting to happen. It's just been one of those days. And then we get, you know, we come in the chat. We got we got Landon listening in Hawaii. We got, you know, Mikey Awesome on a job, walking around, listening to us. You know, and all these people watching participating and now we got people betting this bad milwaukee series one game the game one series price parlay light this thing up boys and then after the bucks win on sunday show them if you got them because i'm telling you right now as soon as we get off the phone i'm texting gumpy 
in tone and saying, give one to the people. Yep. <laughs> Watch that price move, baby. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't want to tell Pat because it'll blow up the internet. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, if, Pat, if Pat comes does, in. Pat, yeah. If, if well, they're, they're also owned by FanDuel, so that might be a little no, bit of an issue. No, they're sponsored by FanDuel. <laughs> they're owned by they FanDuel. <laughs> the difference. They, they, they can talk them, about it. They give those guys boosts all the time. Yeah. Like that, they want people to bet. Like, yeah. you know, so. But, uh, but Pat puts, if Pat puts 50 grand on it, it'll get someone's attention so damn right it will so <laughs> damn right it will but yeah so the best thing about today has been today and then you know like i'm headed to the softball field kylie's got a big home series this weekend Ooh, very friday nice. and saturday gets a the other team that they're battling for second place in their division in so i'm gonna go watch some softball this afternoon get some sun hang out it's uh easter for a lot of people passover for a lot of people it's a big weekend we'll be spending it with family and watch a basketball, baby. I can't wait. Well, my favorite thing about today has been you. Because <laughs> I don't know what the fuck got into you today, but you were on fire today. Ooh. On a different level of show 86. Whatever, we got to get you more sleep more often, obviously, because <laughs> you came right? out. Holy fuck. That was Home run, time. Red Sox, baby. All right. One run, solo? Solo nah. shot. Who is it? Lefty? Who hit that? Verdugo? Oh, yeah. Pretty swing. Yeah. See ya. Verdugo? Yep. It's Verdugo. So, all right. There we go. We're going to have to work on, the for this baseball game. season, me and you, some handshakes and some, like, oh, round and third you, celebrations. You, you too? My goodness. My daughter is into handshakes. Like We do it no every day. Me and Little can see Kendall, we got to come up with something all the time. Yeah, like She is. Madeline's new thing is, like, hey, she has a handshake now with everyone. And, and she's like, what's our handshake going to be? I'm like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's like, you go do others, and then we'll get ours together. So, you too. All right. I'm down. Let's go. Let's do it. Every single day when I walked Kendall to kindergarten, Two years ago, I walked her to school every single day. We didn't miss a day. One eighty awesome. every wow. day. We we said goodbye with a handshake, and I greeted her with a handshake every day. Same one every day. And the other kids were like, "What are they doing?" And we did this <laughs> thing, thing, clap, clap, pound, yep. pound, point back, snap it back, like. And the other kids were like, "Whoa!" And we, you know when we first started doing it, and we did it. You do that stuff like they say, dance like nobody's watching. We did right. the handshake like nobody was watching. Nice. Like it was just us, but everybody was watching. That's cool. And before you knew it, kids were like, hey, Their Kendall, parents. can oh, we do a handshake? Nice. Hey, Kendall, can we do a handshake? And I'm like, hey, you got to remember every once, but don't do any. Me and you is me and you. Right. So you got to have these unique handshakes, man. It's awesome. I love it. Watching college basketball, I'm always amazed by every, like there's 15 players. And they all have individual handshakes with the other 14. It's unbelievable. Like, you know, 14 handshakes, that's pretty damn good. Like that's that's a pretty good. And then like watch the variety of it of like what the different twists and turns they put into it is 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 very unique and very cool. I'm not yeah. that smart. I can't remember 14 handshakes. Can't remember it. Uh, do you understand how many times <laughs> I had to practice with Kendall? I was like, listen, yeah, it's too many I mean. moves. I was like, we can do three. I can't do all that other stuff. So it was bang, bang. Uh, you bang, are kidding. Though. We we have we have a lot of new people in the chat today. Mark oh, Hicks. Yeah. I, I've never seen Mark Hicks in the chat today. We got people I haven't seen before. This is very cool. Taylor, Mark Hicks, Ty, Tyler, Bryce. These are all new people that haven't been in the chat for. This is very cool. 
Welcome to so, the chat, baby. It's only guys. getting bigger. We're going to have to get somebody to run the chat soon. I don't know how to do it, but you know, it's going to, it's going to be that too. It's very cool. It's yeah. all very cool. All right, guys have a phenomenal weekend. Enjoy. Have a great Easter. Hopefully you and your family can spend some time together. Happy Passover. If you are celebrating today, a high holiday for those of you who yep. are part of the tribe, as they say, yep. uh, enjoy today. I know a lot of our people are taking today off or aren't with us today. So today, the fact that the chat's as busy as it's been, it's pretty impressive. It's spring Love break it. for a lot of people. It's Easter weekend for a lot of people. It's Passover for people. <laughs> wow. I mean, a lot going on. We, we do really, really appreciate you guys giving us two hours of your time to come in Amen. here and watch and be a part of the show. You don't understand how much it means to fare Dave and myself really appreciate you guys doing all of that. Have a great weekend. We're back on Monday. We will be here on Monday, even though it's a new thing that I've never heard of before. Easter Monday, made up holiday. We'll be here. So we'll be live, made up holiday on Easter Monday. Sure, take the day off, whatever you want. He's Dave. I'm Matt. We're back on Monday for the Bostonian versus the book. <laughs>